Hi, you guys. Welcome to Off the Bench. My name is Heidi St. John. And if you're brand new to the podcast, I just want to say welcome to you. I told you guys last week, we recently passed 15 million downloads here since we have switched the platform to Anchor. So I know a lot of you are new to the show. Something I've been trying to do on a regular basis is bring my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood, on to the podcast. And we're talking about all kinds of things as they relate to your health and fitness. Uh, Mark ran for governor in the great state of Oklahoma. So we talked about that for quite a while while I was running for Congress. But I'm going to bring him on the show more regularly today. We're going to tackle the topic of anxiety. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, welcome, you guys, to the podcast. I'm glad that you've joined me today. As I said at the opening of the show, I am going to be doing something new with my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood, and bringing him on the show on a more consistent basis. If you guys have questions that you would like him to answer, that a topic that you would like us to, to uh, bring up here at the show, just shoot that to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday, and just put in the subject line, Dr. Mark Sherwood, and we're going to start putting show notes together and answer your questions here on a more consistent basis. In the meantime, I'm thrilled today to have Dr. Mark Sherwood back on with me. Mark has been a guest, a regular guest on my show now for quite a while. And he and his wife, Michelle, are naturopathic physicians in the great state of Oklahoma. And just, he's been a huge help to me. And I know to lots and lots of listeners, I'm happy to have him back. Mark, welcome back to the show. Heidi, thanks for having me. I'm so honored to be here as always. And I'm excited about the segments upcoming where people can actually ask questions, you know, from our audience and get some real answers to actually give people the best health. Yeah, it's something that we are struggling with. I mean, as I noted to you, you know, many times, the medical community right now is absolutely upside down. It's completely on its head. And I think people are on to it now. I know a lot of people, and I bet you're seeing this in your practice that won't go to traditional doctors anymore simply by virtue of the fact that after COVID hit and the lockdowns and the masks and the social distancing and the absolute insanity that we saw unfold uh, during uh, COVID-19, people don't trust the medical community. Are you seeing the same thing? Actually, yes. I had a case just a couple of days ago where a person reached out to me on my cell phone and they'd stepped on a nail. And this sounds crazy, but they were scared to go to the minor care to get a tetanus shot, right? And so I was like talking to them about lockjaw and this is a no-brainer and they were still concerned. <laughs> I found it very sad, but because uh, I don't think, my wife and I know that the people that work at these facilities aren't necessarily evil, but they're driven and coached and instructed and paid with evil intent. That's the point people need to catch. So we really need to get a an alternate system that's going to give people the care they need. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you and I are not against tetanus shots, hello. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you know, thanks to uh, Father Fauci, the high priest of the Branch Covidians, people don't trust the medical community anymore. I think part of this is really sad and part of it is good because people are taking, I think, more responsibility for their health. They're not just taking, you know, the word of, of, uh, of physicians like we used to. And I think people are looking for alternative forms of treatment, looking to more natural forms. I just had my friend Aaron on the show and we were talking about maybe one of the upsides of inflation is that people are cooking at home more. They're going to eat healthier. Mark, I did not tell you, but I started growing microgreens in my kitchen. I love that. You know, microgreens are incredibly important and healthy because just like young children have more energy, 
microgreens or smaller, younger plants have more energy as well. Energy can be translated as nutrients, and the more we consume those microgreens, we get the added multiplied benefit of those nutrients and energy as well into our bodies. Yeah, it's been a tremendous. All of my kids are really enjoying it, too. They are good. They're delicious. It's fun to watch them. They're easy to grow. Uh, I'm having a great time. My friend uh, John Dunnigan showed me how to do it when I was in Hawaii and I was sort of hooked. I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to do that myself. And I have it. Let's jump into the topic, Mark, of anxiety, because frankly, I think it goes back to this fear even of the medical community. People who would normally be going to uh, doctors for things are not going right now. I have seen just in the circles that I run in a very sharp increase in anxiety. And I want to talk to you today about uh, what that might look like in terms of just um, treatment that is both natural so people are feeling like they can they can get a handle on it. We're not saying, listen, don't go see a counselor or don't go see a doctor. We're not doing that. But I do think that there are ways that we can uh, get ahead of this instead of feeling like we're behind it. Uh, first of all, I guess my first question in this is, are you seeing the same thing, like just a, more of a, a rise in anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder, people fearful and struggling? And uh, from there, what's the best way to treat it? Well, we have seen an increase and in uptick in that because of the last couple of years, notably. Uh, but anxiety and fatigue and depression are really tied to this um, conglomeration that sort of blend together. And interestingly enough, statistics show that about three quarters of all doctor visits to primary care include a complaint of that. So this is something that's been around for a few years and we're seeing it increasing in frequency. And I find that tragic as well, because look, anxiety, fear is a real emotion and we don't want to suppress that emotion, but we have to figure out ways to not live like that all the time and also relate to why we're not able to deal with it perhaps because of nutrient deficiencies or perhaps because of hormonal deficiencies or hormonal lack. And so all of those things factor into that big uh, puzzle that is the human experience. And the key thing about this, Heidi, that people need to understand is a pill is not going to fix it. A pill might put a Band-Aid on there. In other words, a, an anti-anxiety or, an, or a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, SSRI, might help temporarily, but it's just a Band-Aid. We need to find answers, get to the root cause, and when we do, we get healing. And that's the difference between what my wife and I do, perhaps, in the mainstream. So when someone comes to you and they say, you know, listen, I'm having anxiety attacks, I'm having panic attacks, whatever you want to call it, um, do you take them as the first thing that we do kind of look at lifestyle and sort of what are the stress factors because I know, you know, obviously stress is, a, is a, a major part of anxiety. I've said many times, a lot of people who are new to the show may not have known this, but I wrote a book in 2017 called Becoming Mom Strong. And in that book, I chronicled my journey uh, through anxiety and panic attacks. And I spent a lot of time as a young mother in my 20s and 30s uh, and even in my 40s, just doctors just prescribing, you know, Zoloft and Xanax and, you know, the um, SSRI inhibitors and the whole thing. And it wasn't until I changed my lifestyle, I started, you know, looking into more natural approaches to treating anxiety, uh, you know, essential oils, the whole thing that I really started to find healing that was going to be lasting, that was going to have me on medicine for the rest of my life. And that's really what it is, right? We're not saying that it's a, it's a wrong thing or it's certainly not sinful to get to be on an anti-depression or an anti-anxiety medication, but it shouldn't be the goal to be on then long term. That's exactly right, because I think people understand this statement is we were not born with medication deficiencies. You're not born with a Zoloft deficiency 
or um, citalopram or Wellbutrin. The bottom line is we look at the whole person. I want to know what's going on in the person's life. I want to know who they're hanging out with. I want to know where they are in life as far as that goes and their nutrition and their sleep and their exercise habits because it really all matters. Just one simple thing like exercising daily can help alleviate or metabolize this thing called adrenaline that leads to cortisol. And cortisol, we know, is a stress hormone that is secreted or made in response to this emotional judgment call of things around us that promotes anxiety and fear. Talk to us a little bit about cortisol. It's a, it's a word that I hear. That was actually a game changer for me when I understood uh, how to control the cortisol levels in my body. Uh, it made a massive, massive difference. And I think some people may be more prone to their body producing than others. But talk to uh, talk to listeners a little bit about what that is. So if somebody might have uh, higher or no, elevated levels of cortisol, how might it manifest? Well, so cortisol is a hormone that's produced uh, by the adrenal glands. And so it's response to our body's interpretation around us as something of a danger, right? So that can either be something real, like a bear chasing you trying to eat you, or something that you imagine that's not happened yet, such as, you know, our world currency system is going to get turned upside down. Well, the same response is judged by the body and cortisol is produced. Cortisol production produces higher blood pressure by design, higher muscle tension by design, vasodilation. In other words, all the blood's going to go to the periphery to prepare for the fight. It inhibits digestion because you don't have time to digest food while you're being chased by a bear. It inhibits libido because you don't have time or, or desire or purpose to have sex while you're being chased by a bear. And so it just makes sense that these physical or physiological responses would occur. The problem with it is not the response in a temporary basis, but the response, if it's chronic and long term, that can become debilitating, driving to conditions such as hyper or high tension, uh, even heart disease, weight gain, lack of sleep, and certainly uh, can hasten death. So if so, where do we start? You know, if, if someone realizes, okay, I am, and actually this is a question for you to answer after the break, so I have to take a break. But if someone's listening to the stringle, that's me. Mark Sherwood, you just described me. Uh, I want to come back after the break and let's talk about where we can start to uh, address these things from a perspective that's going to be healthy long-term. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, Mark, I think you're touching on something. And again, for those of you who are uh, just tuning in today, my guest today is Dr. Mark Sherwood. He's a naturopathic physician and his wife, Michelle, practice functional medicine, which I've been studying for quite a while. Just fascinated their approach to medicine. I think it is doing so much good, particularly as it relates to the answers that we're searching for with big pharma, right? We've been conditioned in this country to just be, you know, drugs are the answer to everything. The reason I like functional medicine so much and have been so impressed by the work that uh, Dr. Mark and Michelle are doing there in Oklahoma is that they're actually addressing the whole body. They're looking to root causes, not just to start putting Band-Aids on every little thing that uh, that's bothering us. And today we're talking about uh, 
stress. We're talking about anxiety. We're talking about uh, depression and ways to treat that. Before the break, we were talking about cortisol and what its role is in uh, increasing things like blood pressure and and, uh, other things. If you guys have a question that you'd like to ask Dr. Mark, we're going to bring him on the show on a very consistent basis. You can reach out to me and leave those questions at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And I'll get those questions to Dr. Mark and uh, we'll start addressing them on the show. But Mark, before the break, we were talking about cortisol and what it, you know, this hormone that um, that is uh, produced really when we're under stress and under chronic stress, which can lead to all kinds of things like hypertension and heart disease. How do we begin to address, you know, for just the regular uh, listener that's going, oh, my goodness, uh, Dr. Mark, you just described me. Well, and people should know also just a a key tangential point that cortisol and all hormones are made from cholesterol. So when you have this massive output of cortisol, you're going to get this congruency of an elevation of cholesterol, and that's going to cause people to get weirded out too. Uh, Another show, different day, but cholesterol is not the problem. It's actually other issues that create heart disease. Yeah, who's talking about inflammation? We should come uh, back and talk about that. Indeed. And so with cortisol, when we talk about the secretion of that, what happens is there's a there's this adaptation that takes place if we're used to living in this mode. It's called the general adaptation syndrome. Notice the first letters G A S general adaptation syndrome, and that causes us to run out of gas. So our body's motors begin to absolutely decay and begin to run down. It's much like a a car running out of gas. You just don't have anything left. But in life, we continue to go regardless. And so there's a couple of things we need to do immediately, and this is important. Number one, we've got to work on Uh, getting some good sleep. So that means good sleep hygiene principles need to be really the key core focus. And that's, you know, utilizing magnesium, um, utilizing melatonin, utilizing blue blocker glasses to knock down the blue light that emits at 5,500 Kelvin from the screen of the computer, the screen of the TV, and even your cell phone, which is 2,000 Kelvin hotter than the noonday sun. Imagine what that's doing to your cortisol. And so we begin a hot shower, Epsom salts, baths, things of that nature, uh, really winding things down with not white light or blue light, but yellow or red lights around the house. The ambient uh, light should be that. And so these are good things. And then I think second behind that is you have to begin to exercise, you know, move more, sit less. And I'm not talking about vigorous exercise. I'm talking about even a walking program. And then probably thirdly behind that is certainly the um, inclusion of anti-inflammatory foods as opposed to inflammatory foods. Real simple, inflammatory foods are going to be those things that are not food, never were food, and never will be food. If you can't imagine it not being in the Garden of Eden from a tree, a plant on the ground, under the ground, swimming through the creek, maybe walking through the garden like an animal, it's not food and earth shattering breaking news, folks. There was no French fry bushes in the garden and there was no big back trees. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 not Cheez-Its or Cheez-Its. I thought for sure. Oh, no. You know, there there wasn't a Cheez-It vine and there certainly <laughs> wasn't any any of those micro sprouts that contain this red and green and blue dry cereal. Uh, but, you know, it's crazy, though. We we put that into our bodies and expect it to respond 
in a positive way, but that's impossible. So, you know, if we just do those basic things, we will have a foundation, Heidi, for the ability to deal with life. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the spiritual and emotional aspect of this, that, you know, 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of peace, love, and a sound mind, you know, right? And so, you know, we got to embrace all of that because we are a physical, emotional, spiritual being, you know, and if we don't address that and just address it by a medication over here, I feel strongly we're selling ourselves extremely short. Yeah, I agree. And I'm wondering, and I'm writing, you know, I, I always take so many notes when I'm when I'm uh, listening to you. But one thing that was mentioned to me, and I want to know what your take is on this. Uh, someone was talking to me about vitamin B levels and how important it was. A lot of women especially don't recognize how low their vitamin B level, particularly vitamin B6 is. Someone said to me, hey, you should start putting uh, sprinkling nutritional yeast on your popcorn at night. Like instead of, you know, uh, taking a, uh, you know, eating something that's not healthy for you, what if you pop some popcorn and just sprinkle nutritional yeast on it and bring those vitamin B levels up? Have you ever heard about that? Are you like, oh, that's tomfoolery, that's quackery? Or are you like, oh, that's actually pretty smart? It is extremely smart because a lot of people don't understand a process called methylation. And for those that are taking notes, M-E-T-H-Y-L-A-T-I-O-N. That is a process, it's a biochemical process in the body, but it's responsible for a whole lot of things, including the synthesis of two well-known neurotransmitters called serotonin and dopamine. And just as an FYI, this is why B6 and other B vitamins are important. It takes B vitamins to make those neurotransmitters be formed with a base from amino acids. So you have amino acids, they have to go through this B vitamin sort of biochemical process, and then they get formed into dopamine and serotonin, which keep us happy and satisfied. Isn't that kind of cool? But when we're not happy and satisfied, we're going to produce a lot of cortisol. So you can see hand in hand the way the body is so magnificent and awesome in its ability to synergistically communicate. Well, it's something that I think, you know, the more that we talk about, it's why I'm really glad uh, that you're here. A lot of these solutions are very simple. Like it was really actually simple uh, for me to to find nutritional yeast and start just putting it on my popcorn. Actually, the kids really like it. Everybody in my house really, really likes it. And you'd think that in my 50s, I would have this sort of dialed in. But I, I think we're always growing and always learning is the absolute necessity of making sure we drink enough water. I think for the most part, we are dehydrated. What say you? Oh my gosh, we are so dehydrated. When you think about water, you think about all the electrolytes that it possesses in, in general, but um, we should be drinking about 60 to 80 ounces per day. And just to put this into a simple perspective for people to really grasp, when we're dehydrated, let's think about this. Does that stress the body out? Well, yes. And would that mean more cortisol? Yes. Yeah. And so what's a habit? Have you have you thought I'm always about like the intention, you know, how do you do? Because it's easy, especially for the moms that are listening. You know, you've got, you know, four or five little kids at home. She, maybe she's trying to homeschool. Maybe she's got work that she's doing outside the home and you get to the end of the day and you haven't even thought about it. How is a way that uh, that people who are really busy can develop a habit? Because what I notice about me is when I'm drinking a lot of water, I notice when I don't drink it. But when I go for a while, and I'm stressed. And the stress actually makes, I'm one of those people that slows down when I'm under stress. I just get slower and slower and slower. Uh, and I just forget what's a way that uh, listeners can start forming a habit. So they start thinking about these things at the beginning of the day. Three things. When you get up in the morning, 
drink your water before you drink your coffee. Um, when you go to bed at night, which is number two, make sure you have a glass of water handy so when you wake up at night to uh, you know, urinate or whatever, take a quick sip, right? And number three is it has to be visible and available. Mm, I love it. Visible and available. Boy, that's a metaphor for so many things. We just won't even... <laughs> I, could go, I could go all over the place with that. So uh, the bottom line is that people, people really need to start uh, paying attention to this. Listen to your body uh, and start doing things that are good good for you as a general rule. I'm going to link back to how people can find you. Mark, you do a lot of telemedicine and people can reach out to you. So a lot of people listening to this, right? And we, at the, at the front of the show, we talked about uh, people not feeling comfortable anymore with the traditional medical community. I think it's going to take, I actually think it's going to take years and years. I think in some cases, irreparable harm has been done to the reputations of the CDC and the NIH, for example, uh, largely over these vaccine mandates and just the horrific way that it's been handled. And now, of course, we're seeing uh, the fallout from that. But you ha- and and many other uh, amazing physicians around the country are stepping into the stepping into the void, and people can actually access care from your clinic from wherever they are in the in the country, right? They can, and we just want to help and love people, Heidi. The blessing of COVID is it really exposed the corruption that is, and it also exposed the integrity that is. So it did it did both. And so I consider it a blessing to get to help people. And when people reach out to us, we can help you anywhere in the country. And um, we look forward to being part of their life. How can people reach out to you? They can go to Sherwood.tv. And we do two webinars a month that are free. And we talk about things such as hormones. And people can attend those webinars and schedule an appointment immediately. And they're typically within a week or two or three. So it's pretty fast. And so we just look forward to being a part of their lives. And uh, we have a whole team of people. My wife and I um, kind of run the show. But um, look, people, whoever they talk to at our clinic and our place are going to get the best of care and the best of love along the way. Mm, I love that. Uh, Mark Sherwood, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I look forward to having you come back and we're going to start getting those questions again. For those of you who are listening, Mark is going to be joining me on a more consistent basis here and he's going to be answering your questions. If you would like to submit a question, we would love to hear from you. Go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Don't forget, you guys, I've got a brand new Bible study getting ready to start on identity. We are really struggling in this in the in the world right now, particularly inside the church with what God says about who we are. And the Bible is very clear. We have been created on purpose with a purpose. You guys are loved. It's one of the reasons I love Mark Sherwood and uh, and what he and his wife, Michelle, are doing so much. They really love people. And you can really tell. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. My deepest honor, and I can't wait to see you again. I'm looking forward to it. For more information on Dr. Mark Sherwood, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast, and the show notes today will be there. As always, please leave reviews for the show. We'd love to hear from you. As I said at the beginning, we are really racking up the listens here. We've passed 15 million downloads over at the podcast, and that's uh, increasing every day. We'd love it if you'd share the show. I want to hear your show ideas and answer your questions. HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Have a great day, everybody. We so appreciate you and I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.